This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.
and welcome to the Sparkly Show for another week. My name is Dr. Glam. Always a pleasure to be with you. Kicking off this week's show with The Mighty Cure, one of my all-time favourite bands, Robert Smith and Company. In 1980, to be really, really precise, it was 31st of July, 1980. I was lucky enough to see The Cure on their New Zealand tour. I saw them in Hamilton's Founders Theatre. And I was 20 years old, and frankly, it was just one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. Some of you may be aware, I was not until just now, that there is a website called setlist.fm, which has just about every gig you can ever think of that has ever been played by anyone listed, and you can get the setlist as the name infers, setlist.fm, it gives you the setlist. It gives you the the names and the order of songs that were played on the night. And so I can go back, even though it's 41 years later, and run through all the songs that I heard on that night. Now, this is possibly for Cure nerds only, but I'm just going to quickly rattle through what they played that night when I saw them in Hamilton's Founders Theatre. They kicked off with 17 seconds, followed by Play for Today, Three Imaginary Boys, Fire in Cairo, In Your House, 10.15 Saturday Night, At Night, M, Accuracy, Boys Don't Cry, Plastic Passion, Jumping Someone Else's Train, Another Journey by Train, Grinding Halt, and they finished with A Forest, except of course... We didn't let them finish there. We called them back for an encore, and they subsequently delivered Subway Song, I'm Cold, and Three. But that wasn't enough either. We called them back for a second encore, and they duly obliged with three more songs, Meat Hook, Another Day, and then they, for the second time on the night, redid Play for Today. What a band. Life's little downs, they keep coming round Carry on, carry on With darkness all about, you want to scream and shout Carry on, carry on Don't cry baby, look at where you've been Everybody knows, you just need a friend Please, 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 go down on your knees You can't figure out. Carry on. Carry on. Between the time it takes, make all those mistakes. Carry on. Carry on. It don't matter what you say or do. It just seems to work out if you want to. Cut out all the slack. Take it off your back. Carry on. 
Jumping about a wee bit in this week's show, we've gone from The Cure to J.J. Kale's Carry On, one of the coolest rock musicians one might ever meet, I suggest, in J.J. Kale. This time of the year, you start to think about things somewhat philosophically, perhaps, do you not? I do. I do. It's not, you know, New Year's resolution kind of stuff, but you do think about, you know, previous the previous year and what's gone on and... I've been thinking, as I've racked up 20 years as a lecturer in music at the University of Otago, about a lot of the students that have come and gone during that time, some of the fantastic talent I've seen come through, and I suppose there's a touch of nostalgia about it. I'm going to play a song now from one of my favourite um, acts that came through. Ooh, gee was it's got to be 10 years ago now. Jeeva Downey and her duo with Rainey by the name of Haunted Love. This is their Alonso Philippe. It's been quite a while since I've played Haunted Love on my show. I picked you out from the crowd alone. And rejected your face Reflected an empty space It's all a game they play There's got to be more than this That's all, that's all I needed to hear you say You don't even have to go to the wrong side of town Not the south I will learn to hunt you down Cause you've been waiting your whole life For some kind of fright Why don't you take my hand And I will lead you into the night Now we're face to face, your heart wide open, the stars collapse and fall to your sides, the veil lifts from your eyes, time has nothing to show, your breath heavy and low, the hourglass has broken and shattered. All over the dance floor Mama was so cruel And Papa didn't have no time And all you learned from school Was how to stand straight and alive When you've been waiting your whole life For some kind of pride Why don't you take my hand 
Quirky in the extreme, Jiva and Rainy, Haunted Love, Alonso Philippe. What did you make of that? Last week, and not for the first time, I might add, I dedicated an entire sparkly show to David Bowie. I am not doing that this week. I know there's a lot of Bowie fans out there, but I can't do it every week. However, let's have a little touch of Bowie in a somewhat different guise this week. Bowie's in space What you doing out there, man? That's pretty freaky, baby. What's a rock musician doing out in space, man? Isn't it cold? Quite cold out there, baby. Do you need my jumper, baby? Does the space cold do funny things to your nipples, making them all pointy? Bowie. Do you use your pointy nipples as telescopic antenna, transmitting data back to Earth? I bet you do, you freaky old bastard, you. Is it lonely out there in space, man? Or is there life on Mars? Wouldn't that be weird because you wrote that song? Is there life on Mars? Well, you could write a follow-up tune and call it... And there is. Um, there and there is. is. There, there is. is. The heaps of it. Yeah. And it's all freaking out at my new look. Mm. Yeah. Bowie. You have one really funky sequence spacesuit, Bowie. Or do you have several ch 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 changes? Strange changes. Do they smoke grass out there in space, man? Or do they smoke astrotype? Receiving transmission. From David Bowie's nipple antennae Do you read me, Lieutenant Bowie? This is Bowie to Bowie Do you hear me out there, man? This is Bowie back to Bowie I read 
Ain't you loud and clear, Mom? Hell yeah, man! Your signal is weak on my radar screen. How far out are you, man? I'm pretty far out. That's pretty far out, man. Gravitational pull. I'm jamming out with the McJagganauts. And they think it's pretty cool, man. Are you okay, baby? What was that sound? I don't know, man. I have to turn my ship around. Oh, it's the craziest thing. Yeah, I'm picking it up on my LSD screen. But can you see the stratosphere ringing to the choir of Afronauts singing? Dina, I'm a mina, my member where I said your face is on funky. Dina, I'm a mina, my member where Pepeo, Pepeo, Pepeo. One of the good things about David Bowie, and there were many good things about David Bowie, is that he could take a joke. Jermaine Clement, that was of course New Zealand's own Flight of the Concords, who found such success in their in in America with their comedy <laughs> their comedy act that had been um snubbed by quite a few people in New Zealand. You know that old thing of go overseas to get famous and then Sell it back to your own country. It's kind of what happened. Anyway, Jermaine Clement um, did actually approach David Bowie to appear on the episode of their show, Flight of the Concords, that featured that song. Their, well, would you call it a tribute? I think it is a tribute, a comedic tribute. They invited David Bowie. Jermaine Clement um, outlines how that happened. He says, The someone we knew talked to the someone they knew's friend of someone who represented him and possibly approached them about it and he, or quite possibly merely a representative, said that he'd just done Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant's extras and didn't want to do another thing acting as a version of him. He'd rather just continue being the actual him. So says Jermaine Clements, who also goes on to say that as well as being disappointed, he was also somewhat relieved <laughs> that David Bowie said no. Through the disappointment, I was extremely relieved. As exciting as it is to meet your hero, the relief of not having to meet them is another quite different and pleasant feeling. Now, as I said, David Bowie did have a rather well-developed sense of humour, and he could laugh at himself. I'm sure you're all familiar with the laughing gnome, <laughs> which is often a song that is considered to be an embarrassment for David Bowie. It was uh, recorded in 1967, Total flop. A novelty song. And in 1973, when he was at the peak of his game as the cool, sexy, glam rock star Ziggy Stardust, David Bowie had become a household name through inventing Ziggy Stardust, the record company that had originally recorded The Laughing Gnome re-released it to cash in on David Bowie's current success, much to David Bowie's chagrin. And, of course, it um, became a hit in its own right. But it's always been considered something of 
an embarrassment to David Bowie. Anyway, in 1990, and you'll have to forgive me, I'm going to quote from um, one of the books that I wrote about David Bowie a few years ago. Um, here we go. Always seen as an embarrassment for David Bowie, a comedic Achilles heel, little mentioned by the man himself or by his hardcore fans. The presence of the laughing gnome in his back catalogue delighted Bowie's detractors and mischief makers when David Bowie announced in 1990 that the set list for his forthcoming Sound and Vision tour would be determined by a telephone voting system whereby fans could phone in with their favourite songs. New Musical Express magazine attempted to rig the vote with a campaign asking fans to call in and just say gnome. And they even printed and circulated t-shirts carrying the slogan, Just Say Gnome. Ultimately, the experiment was abandoned when Bowie discovered the ruse. More amused than angry, he told rival music weekly Melody Maker, I'll tell you what, I was thinking of doing the Laughing Gnome and was wondering how to do it, maybe in the style of the Velvet Underground or something, until I found out that all the voting had been a scam or something perpetrated by another music paper. I mean, that was an end to it. I can't pander to the press now, can I? Nevertheless, the devilish attempt to force the artist to perform on the world stage what was seen as his most publicly embarrassing song garnered quite some attention and a great degree of mirth. <laughs> okay, some trivia there. That would segue nicely into playing The Laughing Gnome, would it not? But I actually want to finish on another Cure song because I so enjoyed playing The Cure earlier in the show. I'm Dr. Glam. I'm signing off with The Cure. I'll see you again shortly.
This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.